Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Spread the truth! Just set you free! You can't handle the truth! Oh, I'm sorry, did I break your concentration? No. I am the father of... Set her alive, you are coming with me. I don't want to brag, but I will. I was in the Avengers. The Avengers? Yeah. That's great! Thank you! What is that? Hasta la vista, baby. Hello and welcome back to the Creative Control Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Kenan, and thank you for joining us on our brand new episode, episode 58. Joining me from the Creative Control team, we have our regular Sasha and Lee. How are you doing? Very well, thank yeah, you. Good. Good, Yourself? good. Thanks for... Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Uh, thanks for coming back. Much appreciated. Um, so this week we are back and we are going to be talking The Incredible Hulk what next we are going to talk a little bit about the history of the incredible hulk in film um how it's kind of gotten to where it is today our thoughts on the previous movies and what we think would be the next best step for um marvel studios to take the character and uh you know what we want to see uh, whether it's series a movie um do we recast do we kind of do a reboot what's the thought process so we're going to dive into all of that just before we do just want to say thank you very much for joining us again and uh if you're watching us on youtube please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button down below and uh you can hit the bell to get notified of our brand new episodes and if you're listening to us uh on our on your podcast then thank you very much and just make sure you hit that follow button whether it's on spotify which you can also get the video version of now as well apple podcast google podcast uh all the major platforms so let's move on to the incredible hulk what's next so let's give you a little bit of history so we're going to go back to 2003 where we got the first uh, incredible hulk movie uh this was distributed by universal pictures because universal owned the rights to this character for film this was back in the day when marvel was uh selling off their uh comic book properties left right and centered studios uh, to avoid going bankrupt obviously we know sony uh purchased spider-man Universal got uh, Hulk and uh, Namor, or Namor, depending how you pronounced it. And uh, so they released a film in 2003, directed by uh, Ang Lee. And we had Eric Banner as Dr. Bruce Banner. Uh, we had Jennifer Connelly as Betty Ross. Uh, Sam Elliott as General Thunderbolt Ross. We had Nick Nolte as David Banner, uh, the Bruce Banner's father. And uh, we had uh, Josh Lucas as Major Glenn talbot so this was a, a slightly different take than what we were used to in terms of the hulk so you had dr david banner now there's not to be confused with the tv show of the hulk which actually their character was called david banner in the tv series david banner this was the bruce banner's father he was a scientist himself he's been testing him on himself he has a kid and his genetics get passed down to bruce and complications ensue so, first of all, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on the 2003 Hulk, directed by Ang Lee. Uh, Sasha, did you like this um, movie when it came out? Just a quick one. I thought Universal's had the rights anyway due to the TV show. Or was Quite that possibly. TV, or was that TV rights different to the movie rights? I don't know. But I know Universal had the original TV show rights because that mm -hmm. was a Universal property. To, yeah. and it was mainly bought to go with their um, Universal Monsters kind of banner. Mm -hmm. Not that it was going to yeah. cross over with Dracula and stuff, but, yeah. you know, it's like that's the perfect fit for the whole yeah. yeah. The other the, the other thing I might add, following this 2003 movie, there were talks for a Marvel TV series by uh, Gamilio del Toro, 
doing mm-hmm. the series for the Hulk, but that never came to fruition. But right, okay. anyway, just want to throw that in there. No, I um, appreciate that. But yeah, the Ang Lee one. Um, the Ang Lee one. I actually really enjoyed the Ang Lee one. Sure, it wasn't as wham bam, thank you, ma'am, as some people some people would have expected. Um, I'd say my only complaint really is that when he gets to the city where you're like, oh, mad shit's going to happen, he kind of like Betty and he de-hogs and, you know what I mean? But yeah. otherwise, yeah. when he does finally like go nuts, it feels earned because you've been yeah. waiting the whole time and I liked it. I liked the comic book kind of panels that Anne Lee kind of... That's right, shifting from scene did. to scene. Yeah. yeah, shifting from scene to scene. I really like that. Um I liked uh, Eric Banner's performance. Uh, he's not my favorite Hulk actor, but mm-hmm. not that he was bad in it. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He made he he made the role his own in you know the way that he could. Um, he was very he was probably a bit more serious than I would have liked Bruce to be, but that mm-hmm. was the tone of the movie. So that's again not the actor's fault. It's just him. Um, being given material there but um all in all i thought everyone was well cast i really like sam elliott as uh as ross um mm-hmm. general ross i like i like jennifer Connolly as betty and um yeah the only thing the only thing missing from that movie for me was rick on the base with his with his little moped or something but you know um you can't get them all but no i like no. i really liked it the change to the origin um sure they just kind of updated a little bit and did a little bit of uh, hey look david and bruce as an homage to the show um i like the cameos having lou ferengo in there i really like the fact that lou ferengo did the hulk's voice in this mm-hmm. one um which he does kind of in all the other ones but um we'll get to that later um i liked the stan lee cameo as well with lou um what else did i like about it no that no generally cool and I must say, Hulk was big as well. Yes, yeah, that that strayed from the material because I didn't remember Hulk getting bigger the more angry he got. He got, but I didn't mind it. I didn't mind Mm -hmm. it as much as some people did. Um, And I Mm -hmm. liked the TV spot for the Super Bowl TV spot they had um, when they first that first trailer of it. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of sold me. CGI was cutting edge for the time. A little bit dated now because there's a few shots where it looks a bit shrecky, shrecky, if you know what I mean. Mm. But back for 2003, that was, you know what I mean, creme de la creme. So, but, mm-hmm. more, you know, um, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd agree. I think, you know, it was a really solid movie. And, um, you know, we weren't, we didn't have a plethora of superhero movies at that point, you know, so it was, it was great. You know, when he turned into the Hulk, some of it was great. You know, he's really, he's a fast run. I remember like running through the desert and stuff like that. You had the yeah. huge leaps and bounds, you know, he picked up the tanks and just threw them, you know, it showed his powers and stuff like that. So yeah, it was, it was, it was, you know, I thought it was really strong. It, like I say, I know what you mean by sort of like the Bruce Banner. It was quite a, quite a serious and a little bit dark in some places because it's talking about child trauma. Because um, obviously yeah. his his mother dies when he's young. It's a result of what his dad's done. So he's got all these suppressed feelings and stuff like that. So it dealt with a lot of stuff there, which um, you probably wouldn't get as deep in comic books these days. So it was a really different take on that. Um, Lee, what did you think of it? 
Yeah, I think I echo what uh, Satch said. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've, the, the cast was was really good. Um, I think they all had good chemistry. Um, the storyline, I think, was the it did kind of follow the origin. Am I right? That the dad was sort of something from the dad, or genetically from the dad. I don't uh, remember that being in the comics to, to Bruce. Uh, that, no, it was kind of more like um, what radioactive man from the Simpsons. That's the that's basically the origin of the whole. Yeah, he just gets caught in gamma radiation. I don't quite know how he would survive that amount of gamma. Yeah, you know, what there must have been something about him that you know because anyone yeah. else would have just died from that sort of. You know, yeah, that's right. Here, I mean, yeah. um, I mean, it kind of made it more logical as well. You know, with it something being passed down to him to make him as like be like a immune thing that would. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I really, okay. I really enjoyed it, and um, I, I, the only thing I don't know is probably because at the time I was a really big fan of the TV series when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched it. I think it was every, sort of one of those Saturday morning programs or sure, whatever Saturday yeah. afternoon programs, and uh, I was, I'd watch it religiously, and had Thor in it as well. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just brilliant. Um, and that theme tune bit, when he's just you know, walking away, um, where he's hitchhiking at the end, yeah. it's just like. Yeah, in your head. <laughs> it was it was just such a brilliant series. So when the film obviously was getting released, I was really excited about it, and I think it it did. I think at the time it was it was really good to see. But you watch it back now and you think some of the effects. But I guess that's like most films starts to you think oh it looks a little bit dated, and I know he was going through the comic book vibe, where obviously you had the, the you know the, like you say the in between the scenes showing the comic the panels, slides yeah. and, and stuff like that, which is cool. But um, which was good, but. I, I don't know, sort of like the, the films that are being released now, it's kind of trying to make it more into like present day yeah. type of things, you know, what they've done yeah. with, the, with the recent Hulk. Yeah, they embraced, they embraced a different overall, style. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, they, they embraced yeah. a different style. And I remember there was the one bit where it was the explosion and you kind of got that freeze frame. I think it was, was it Josh Lucas? Yeah. You know, the explosion behind him, in freeze yeah. frame, and then it moves on to the next panel. <laughs> I always remember that one from the panels. That was, that was jokes. <laughs> Uh, okay, so then uh, roll on to 2008 and we have The Incredible Hulk. So, again, this was released and distributed by Universal, who owned the rights, but it was co-produced with Marvel Studios. So Marvel Studios effectively created the movie and it was the second movie in this, uh, for Marvel Studios after Iron Man. Um, but obviously, because of the rights issues, it was still distributed uh, from Universal. Um, so Hulk Bruce Banner was recast and we had Edward Norton and obviously Liv Tyler as Betty. Um, and uh, again, it was uh, mixed reactions when it came out. Again, a film that I really enjoyed. Um, there was very much talk about a sequel um, uh, when that first came out and the directors confirmed. He said um, there was a whole sequel. They had plans for Grey Hulk, Red Hulk. There was lots of stuff that they were planning. Um, however, a lot of stuff has come out since, not so much at the time because of the way news media is reported. Um, but during production on The Incredible Hulk, uh, Edward Norton attempted to exert some creative control, hey, hey, uh, once more making changes to Zach Penn's script. So he wanted a writing credit for the film as well. But the Writers Guild of America refused to give him one after reviewing his rewrites that they didn't say he made enough changes uh, for it to be to give him that credit according to the wga um and director lewis letter he's also said that yeah there's a big clash between norton and the producers and stuff like that 
And because of all that, when the film came out, basically Norton just didn't promote the film. He didn't do really hardly any junkets and he just wasn't present on it at all. So it came out to, you know, we weren't aware of this at the time, but like I say, afterwards, all that kind of stuff has been revealed. And obviously moving forward with the MCU, that probably soured the grapes a little bit in terms of that relationship. And, you know, we got something different. But uh, 2008 Hulk, yeah, I remember I remember it had a strong ending. Um, I think it was... You, you, so in some ways, you could say it kind of moved on from the first movie if you wanted it to. Um, but so they kind of implied they could because I think it starts with him in the Amazon. And I think it finished the previous movie with that one as well, if I think I'm right. But you had Edward Norton in there, sort of thing. And I thought he was a really good Bruce Banner. I did like him. Uh, I like the fact they brought in some bits and pieces with the gimmicks where he's monitoring his heart rate and stuff for his watch. Um, uh, Abomination in this was fantastic. Tim Roth was fantastic in this film. I thought he was brilliant, and um, you know, with the whole starting off with the whole super soldier serum and that kind of intertwined, and uh, you had that post credit scene at the end as well, which kind of drew into that kind of future Avengers stuff in the tie in with Iron Man. So, Lee, what did you think of the two thousand eight uh, Incredible Hulk? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, and then it's again, it's um, well cast again yeah edward norton was was good i thought the, like what he was doing about you say monitoring his heart rate i thought that was a good idea um just added an element to you know what he was going through and um yeah how he was trying to control it um there's yeah, more no, humor was, in this uh, one as well storyline was was good yeah he was a little bit more like you say a bit more light-heartedness and would make a few mm-hmm. jokey comments and everything so um to make it a little bit more i guess fun um what else? Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, Tim Roth was um, he was he was he was awesome. But then he's he's pretty much good in everything he does, isn't he? Like, um, yeah, no, he was he was really had that that sort of edge to his performance. You know, it was really quite yeah, it's unsettling. And um, mm-hmm. you know what, obviously, he changes into at the end there. It's um, yeah, what a finish to that. But yeah, no, it's a shame again. Yeah, we got a big um, bombastic scene at the end, didn't we? Where the first one we didn't. Yeah. But this one is two juggernauts going at each other and just ripping each other apart. Yeah, this is like I say. It's a shame that it it seems to they don't sort of continue the story. You know, you got two films here mm-hmm. that you know we both will you know enjoyed, um, but they just haven't managed to something's happened or stopped it from going any further forward mm-hmm. yeah you don't well, want to keep we'll rehashing it well we're going to that later but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly we'll move on to that so sasha the incredible hulk what are your thoughts best hulk movie ever made man in terms of that incarnation yeah yeah i mean i mean like it's it it's a hulk movie it was everything i wanted from a hulk movie i mm. love the um Again, with Marvel and their little homages and stuff, if you haven't played Hulk Ultimate Destruction on the PS1, when he rips, that's an actual move in the game, when he rips a car in two and he uses a, uses both parts as, like, gloves. And mm-hmm. you, beat, you know what I mean? Everyone that played that game cheered, basically. It, <laughs> it, 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 they, the other thing is, though, um, in regards to video games, I actually worked on the Incredible Hulk and the Iron Man video games at Sega, Um during production of the movie of those two movies so i'd seen rough cuts when i say rough cuts Mm -hmm. as in the video game version of what the story would be for these films Mm -hmm. so with hulk um in the game it actually starts off with him in antarctica and he gets a gun him as bruce banner he gets a gun and he tries to kill himself and 
you you know as he pull as the bullet is fired you know the camera reveals hulk kind of mm -hmm. thing so hulk stopped him from killing them and it's it, it was actually filmed and it was cut but it was yeah because i think it's the rating the right because i think hulk spits the bullet out or something doesn't yeah, it? yeah that's right yeah, yeah but it's referenced in um avengers because he talks yes. about trying to kill himself in avengers mm -hmm. one um you know to the team when they're on the um what's that yeah yeah mm -hmm. so um but yeah no um that's a quick kind of thing about my involvement in the hulk game but yeah i worked on that i remember doing a shift where i had to destroy every building in new york that was that was a good that was a good shift. that's a cool shift yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah no um in terms of the movie no um yeah edward norton best actor to ever play bruce banner in my opinion he's so much the character uh, mm -hmm. I've always imagined. Still not my first choice for actor to play him, but you know what? He's a good second kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, my guy's never been cast. Always mm -hmm. been talked about, never been cast, but we'll get to that. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, love this performance. I felt, um, who's who's Betty Ross this time around? It was... Uh, Tyler, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, fantastic casting. Um to be quite honest, I get her and Jennifer Connelly mixed up all the time, and it's probably down to these <laughs> similar. Two yeah, that's right. But you know what? It, it was a very, you know, very good, you know, second choices, I guess, for Marvel or whatnot. Mm. Um, was a bit disappointed that Sam Elliott didn't come back because I felt he nailed it in yes. um, in the previous film because he could just pull the role off with a look. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I liked um, what, um, is it William Hurt? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, William Hurt. Yeah. I, liked, I liked what he did with it kind of thing. He was he was fine. Um, and, um, yeah, it was it was good. Um, Abomination being a villain, Tim Roth, excellent, as you guys have said. Um, and the fights were a lot better. The destruction yeah. was a lot better. And um, it just felt like what you wanted from a Hulk movie with him on the run with the army after him. And, mm -hmm. you know, what mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of what you want from a Hulk movie anyway, with him trying to cure himself. And yeah, but with um, going back to the first film, because I missed out something. One of the things I didn't like was the end fight. You know, um, the fight yeah. between him and his father was mm -hmm. a little bit lackluster towards the end. And but they really they really topped that with this movie with abomination um my only complaint about this movie is that the cgi was a complete step down to the previous film because the previous film you had industrial light and magic doing all the doing all the digital effects and you know they looked state of the art for 2003 moving mm -hmm. forward to 2008 this looked like something out of a ps2 video game not even ps3 but a ps2 even the hulk design looked far too cartoony um mm. just look looks terrible even looking at it now it looks god awful but um yeah uh that that aside um yeah still really enjoyable jokes yeah yeah i had a really great teaser poster i remember as well when you have bruce banner walking forward against the back of the hulk and stuff like that there's some really great marketing for this uh also this movie had tim blake nelson who plays samuel stearns um, who he gets uh, some of the Hulk's blood in his head and you start seeing it swelling. 
which is going to lead to, mm. which was supposed to lead potentially for a sequel and that character and the leader and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, but again, positive experience and, but, you know, politics and stuff like that, we ended up with a recasting. Uh, Marvel then obviously decided to announce their sort of like major Avengers initiative and they recast uh, the Hulk again and we got Mark Ruffalo. And so then we next saw the Hulk in Avengers um, or Avengers Assemble, depending where in the world that you are. And um, it was it was probably the most, in terms of the CGI, in terms of the graphic art, it's probably the best version of the Hulk I think we've had was the Avengers in that movie. You really got the separation still between sort of Bruce Banner and the Hulk. Um, you, Hulk, you know, Bruce Banner did come off as, you know, very intelligent you know, and, you know, kind of on par with Tony Stark in terms of what he could bring to the table. And, uh, yeah, some of the scenes, like the, the scene where he's chasing um, Black Widow through the helicarrier and things just breaking all around of it, those are some really fantastic parts. Mm. And then, you know, you got that scene in, towards the end of the movie where, you know, the secret is I'm always angry, you know, turns, punches the, you know, big alien thing flying out. Incredible shots. Great humour as well from it, you know. Captain America is like Hulk, smash, he goes, and he's ripping the Chitauri apart. Um, the way he punches Thor after they've had a fight because they've got that, you know, um, chemistry thing going on between them. Really, really enjoyed it. And um, I agree with Sash. I probably, in terms of a Bruce Banner, I would have loved to have seen Edward Norton in that world, interacting with those other actors. Um, but for what it was, and we got Mark Ruffalo, I think he'd done a stellar job. So, Sash, what did you think of Avengers Hulk? Uh, yeah, mm. um... CGI was on point. ILM were back, so they improved upon what they did with the original, you know, the 2003 one. And they, yeah, they, even the voice, like Ruffalo did the voice, but then they overlaid the voice with, uh, well, because they always get, um, who's the guy? Lou Fregno. Huh? Yeah, Lou Fregno. They brought him back in to redo, redo the voice. So it's both voice, both of them say, speaking lines with, um, both layered over each other to get yeah. the whole voice so you get kind of like mm -hmm. a mix of the two and that's yeah. how that you know I, I like that little nod but like um what do you call it in terms of mark ruffalo mark ruffalo grew on me okay mm -hmm. he's not you know as a comic book fan he's not bruce banner but he made the role his own he's likable as mark ruffalo kind of yeah. thing um and you know he grew on me like during that movie that movie was so good you know what i mean you 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 just kind of forgave it you know what i mean like yeah. you just kind of forgave it and you just kind of went with it and sure he's not really like the typical like version of bruce that one would expect but yeah you know i'm, I'm used to him now it's grown on me yeah. um i'm fine with ruffalo kind of thing yeah. just shame he hasn't got a standalone movie yeah uh, and I forgot about the scene with Loki and him thrashing around. That was hilarious. I remember watching that for the first time, and that was <laughs> that was amazing. Lee, what would you that think about Avengers Hulk? Skull. Yeah, that the Thor thing. Stole <laughs> the show. Yeah. How much? How much people wanted a Hulk movie after after Avengers? After yes. coming out of Avengers, everyone wanted a Hulk movie. You know yes. what I mean? And that's what we'll come so, on to. So, yeah, Lee, what did you think of Avengers Hulk? Yeah, I think I agree with both of you. I think, um, Mark Ruffalo, he's, he's done a good job. 
I think he fit in with the cast. I think he brought fun to the character, which I think kind of was what that character needed maybe at that time because, you know, the mm -hmm. previous films, you know, they're a bit more sort of serious. And um, yeah. so, yeah, and I say he fitted, he fit, he, yeah, that character fitted into the Avengers perfectly. And then they brought comic, and like you say, those scenes where he's thrashing Loki around and punching Thor, like just made people like the character more because the because of what the Hulk is, you know, we, like, you know, he's very, it's a quite a difficult character you know, to present in a, in a film or a TV series, mm -hmm. you know, because he doesn't really communicate much as the Hulk. So when you've got him, yeah, punching <laughs> Thor and throwing, that's that's what, you know, his character is, you know, so for showing his character in, in scenes like that, it was it was brilliant. Yeah. No, I think, I think you're both right. And I think, like Sasha said, it was at that point that there was so much love for the Hulk, it would have been the perfect opportunity to release a new Hulk movie. Because, um, you know, we had our Thor sequels, we had Iron Man, we had Captain America, we had all those sequels, but nothing for Hulk, and he was only appearing in Avengers movies. So the reason behind that is, obviously, the rights were still owned by Universal in terms of the movies. So Universal and Marvel Studios came to an agreement where the Hulk could appear in Marvel projects, and, and there was no issue regarding that. However, if Marvel Studios were to produce a movie which was for solely the Hulk, or it had Hulk in the title of the movie, uh, Marvel Studios was legally obligated to give the distribution rights to uh, the project to Universal. Um, and that would entail splitting the box office receipts between the two parties. <laughs> and that's something they could just never agree on, on what that looked like. Because obviously Marvel Studios, they wanted every film to be distributed by themselves, by Disney. Um, well, eventually they became part of Disney. So they, you know, that, that was really, really important to them. And they didn't want to have Universal to have those distribution rights. And uh, they just couldn't get the rights back. Um, so that's why we've only ever had appearances. And obviously now what we've had, we've seen the Hulk. She-Hulk was something a bit different. I don't believe the Universal ever bought the rights to She-Hulk. So that's, uh, that's why um, Marvel was able to do the She-Hulk series and then Hulk appear in it. Um... And then we sort of like have this progression from the Avengers of the Hulk and his different incarnations. So at Age of Ultron, um, you have a slightly different version of him where Black Widow and him have a bit of a relationship. She's able to calm him down. Then we have Hulk in Thor Ragnarok, um, which again, he's, you know, disappears. He spent all that time in uh, Sakaar, is it? I think it is. Um, or Sakaar. Um, Sakaar. And, you know, he's learning to speak more as a Hulk. He's trapped as the Hulk for a long time. And in that movie, he reverts back to Bruce. And it's been like two years or something that he hasn't been Bruce. And then Infinity War, again, we have that struggle between him and Bruce Banner. Um, obviously, he got thrashed um, by Thanos. And then Hulk doesn't want to come out anymore. And you have that disconjoint between the two. Five years later, we move to Endgame. And we have Professor Hulk, um, which was something I don't think many people expected um, at that point. And for me, I think they personally, they moved the character on too quickly um, through that processes because we didn't have that Hulk movie as their way of moving the character forward and having those storylines kind of thread throughout. I, Professor Hulk kind of worked for the movie, but I miss having our normal Hulk, um, especially when it came to that final battle in Endgame. I wanted a big green mad Hulk, you know, not this guy wearing spandex full suits and stuff like that. But anyway... <laughs> So, uh, Lee, how have you enjoyed the Hulk's progression through the MCU um, up until kind of She-Hulk? 
Yeah, I think exactly like, like the first Avengers. I think that that character has has played a massive part in all the films, and especially like Ragnarok. That was uh, awesome. You know, he was so funny in that, and um, mm-hmm. just the, the scene at right at the end when Ragnarok's happening and they've sort of like won the battle, and he's jumping up towards that demon. You know, going like to <laughs> smash him. That's just so. That is so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm well, well happy with the outcome there. Like you say, it's just a shame that um, Mark Ruffalo hasn't got his standalone movie and, and pushing that character along and yeah. the the villains that, that he faces as the Hulk, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's spoken about that as well. He's In interviews, he said, we're something we'd like to do, but Universal don't want to play ball, whether it's Universal or Universal and Disney. But obviously discussions have been had, but they couldn't make it work. Sasha, what are your thoughts on the way Hulk has progressed through the MCU? Uh, yeah, it's been fine. Um, I'm not a fan of the She-Hulk show, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's fine in it. What he did in it was fine because it's not his show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's perfectly fine. He was there for the origin advice and stuff. Um, we're just waiting around for when he shows up again in real MCU, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but... No, like each each time Ruffalo has come in, it's been good. You guys mentioned Thor Ragnarok. That was fantastic. That was fantastic development of the character there, adding more of what works with the Hulk really well, making him a big giant baby, um, kind of stole the show at the start of Infinity War. But yeah, I do get people's concerns about Endgame because Smart Hulk wasn't wasn't well liked amongst a lot of people but mm-hmm. i'm you know it, he, he you know he's an actor he wants to play the character differently every time to Absolutely. keep it fresh and keep him coming back i didn't have a problem with that happens mm-hmm. in the comics you know um mm-hmm. would i you know would it have worked better in a full movie yeah it would have for a little bit but you want to see hulk like you know what i mean mm-hmm. get mad and i think the yeah. main people why people were a little bit pissed off with that was because they wanted that rematch everyone was expecting a rematch between hulk and thanos you know yes exactly so, that. yeah uh, there was so much going on in endgame what we that that could have easily been like a four-hour movie with that end battle so you only missed it on <laughs> retrospect you know what i mean when you're watching the movie yeah. you're not missing it you don't think oh yeah because it. it's only when you go back and really think about it you think oh i would have liked this or i like this it didn't, in fact, impact the enjoyment of that movie yeah. at all. Well, the movie was too yeah, good. I mean, so yeah. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, that end fight scene battle is quite long as it is, mm. and there's a billion ideas they could have done in mm. there. You know what I mean? And there's a billion ideas that were cut from that movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we had Hulk busting out of the armor, uh, the five uh, yeah. Wakanda. You know, where Bruce is in the suit and Hulk busts out, that whole thing was cut. So you yeah, know that so, there's definitely other stuff with Hulk that was there, but like you say, time constraints couldn't fit it all yeah, in. Yeah. I mean I mean if if those things if those things were longer, you know what I mean? Like would they would the movie still have the impact? Would the audience mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about the comic book audience, but I'm talking about the the casual audience would they lose interest in you know because there's all this action going on that you ever watch an action film when so much stuff is going on but you just don't care fast and furious pay Mm -hmm. attention um you know (laughs) you you just get so so pacing is key and um you know unfortunately you have to kill your babies sometimes and sure Mm -hmm. they could do a director's cut and put those little snippets on the dvd or Mm blu-ray and have like a longer cut 
that's fine. But Marvel haven't done that yet. Maybe, hopefully, one day they will, and maybe we'll get get these goodies and stuff. But you know, like the Hulk Buster thing and whatnot. But you know, it is what it is. Um, but generally, I like, I you know, I like, I, I've liked his progression in the MCU. So yeah. yeah. Okay, so to catch up where we are today, so the last time we kind of saw Hulk was in uh, She-Hulk. Um, obviously, it was revealed that he was involved with his cousin and obviously uh, her creation, um, which, you know, was done retrospectively. Then at the very end of the series, Hulk shows up and he has a son, a uh, son called Scar. And apparently he had this uh, kid whilst he was in Sakaar when he was Hulk for those two years during Thor Ragnarok. And it's kind of teases that kind of Hulk movie adaptation of World War Hulk, potentially, which is a big comic book storyline. Um, to give you a little bit of an idea of who Scar is, so he's the son of um, uh, Hulk and uh, I don't know if it's called Kyara or Sierra, the old strong. She's like an extraterrestrial native on the planet of Sakaar. And he was conceived during the time where Hulk was just the Hulk for those two years. So he leaves and then apparently, like in the comics, he emerges from a cocoon and he's almost called kind of like a preteen age and he matures rapidly to an adult within just one year. So that explains why in the series he appears to be a young adult uh, because of his genetics and the crossing over of the two species, he just gets older a lot quicker. Um, so he turns up with this full kind of son and we're like, Holy crap, where is this going to go? So we've got Hulk, She-Hulk, and um, and Sakaar. Uh, sorry, Scar. Then we've got um, Captain America 4, or Captain America Brave New World, uh, which is going to be the new uh, Captain America movie. So Liv Tyler is coming back as Betty. So that ties back into the Incredible Hulk movie. We also have Tim Blake Nelson coming back. Um, who we spoke about earlier, who's potentially going to come the leader. So he's coming back from that movie. And they were going to have William Hurt come back as uh, Ross, but unfortunately he passed away. So that has now been recast, and we've got Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Ross. And there's talk about him becoming Red Hulk and so forth. So that's the next time we expect to see Hulk, because it'd be very strange to have all those guys in there if you're not going to have um, normal, you know, Hulk in there. So that's the next time we expect to see him. That's where we are with him at the moment. Now, in terms of the Hulk, uh, earlier this year, back in June, the Incredible Hulk appeared on Disney Plus for the first time. So it appears now, because it's been 15 years since uh, the 2008 Hulk, the rights have now moved back to Marvel. Um, so they now have the rights for the Hulk to be able to produce a standalone movie. So the anticipation is... That is something that might have happened after Captain America 4. Um, obviously, no such thing exists with Sony because they're still producing movies. They're producing Morbius movies and Craven the Hunter movies and all sorts of crap to keep the IP going. But Universal Sound and Laurels didn't do anything with it in terms of a solo movie. And now that's lapsed over. So they've got that and they've got Namor back as well. So bearing in mind that the MCU now has the rights for Hulk. We've got Hulk set up right after She-Hulk. I'm interested to see what you guys want to see from Hulk now. Do you want to see a solo movie? Has that time passed? Do we need to get a different version of the Hulk? Do we want to see Bruce and the Hulk split again? So we have that getting angry kind of thing. What do you guys kind of want to see from the character? Because the way that the MCU is moving forward, I don't think a reboot's kind of what we can expect. And... um 
Scar isn't a character who has a different side. I think he's like his Hulk version all the time. So what do you guys want to see? Lee, I'm going to start with you. What do you want to see from the Hulk? What next? Um, it's a tough one. Um, I mean, it depends on what you want, how much you want to sort of explore that, that character. Because like you said, over the last few movies, he's been a sort of like a sidekick. He hasn't had the center stage, but um, I don't know whether the time has passed now. Like how far with Mark Ruffalo do you, do you take it? Because obviously he's, you know, he's got older now. And um, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure he could obviously still play the role, but it's where does he go? within the the mcu where does the future lie for him so um but no i'd be interesting to see um i'd interesting him take the character you know like you were just talking about this this you know the movie of um is it in captain america you said that's american story yeah yeah so it'd be interesting to see what happens in that and then going on that yeah, what, what the outcome is of that, what the, the next sort of standalone movie would be. I would like to see I think he's earned it. I think Mark Ruffalo has earned his standalone movie. But for me, I wouldn't mind seeing a whole sort of like start again, whether they've done it with a series and yeah, got into more of, of, um, uh, of Bruce Banner, that character, and maybe slowly becoming like sort of slowly becoming in the more character development, really, rather than just what what's you know sort of been happening in the last few movies. Um, just sort of focus on him, like you're saying, going back to the original series with you know the reporter trying to find out you know who who he is or there's something you know about him, and then he's moving from place to place, and like you say, trying to find a cure for himself. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, rescuing and saving people and, and meeting other characters along the way. But I don't know how that it could be that could be a, a multiverse thing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it could be run on the side. I don't know how it would fit in, or it might be just a completely separate thing, you know, like DC are doing, where you know, you focus on this character and you know, you bring it up through the um, through the years. Um, or they, you know, they could do it. There um, now they've got the rights. They could go back and Mark Ruffalo a bit of de aging, and he could have like, you know, he could have his own story and and use uh, shots and uh, scenes from kind of setting the, you know, the recent Ragnarok films and sort something. Of, exactly, sort of tie. I don't even around think you have movies, to de age you know? him. He's not that much older. It's just hair dye. It's yeah, like ten years. Much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not aged. <laughs> Particularly, yeah. he's not aged badly. You he know, could cover I mean? with like, makeup. You yeah. could cover with makeup. You could easily yeah, do sure. it with makeup. If they were to yeah. do it tomorrow, they could easily brush. Yeah, they could easily yeah. do that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, some nice, yeah, some nice thoughts there. Definitely. Okay, uh, Sasha, what do you want to see from the Hulk? What's next? Okay. <laughs> I agree oh, with everything Lee. I agree with everything Lee has to say. I, I, I've thought about this long and hard, okay? So, all right. No CGI makeup. It's only been 10 years since... It's only really been 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? He still looks quite spry for his age. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, you know, here's the thing, all right? We've had Phase 1 Hulk, mm -hmm. okay? What if there was a second movie in Phase 1 where he ends up in India? He has to go from Canada and end up in India. That's our through line. Okay. Okay. What if, what if I'm a big fan of the Ang Lee one. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if we reference that? So we have that law. He's trying to follow his father's research kind of thing. 
that's why he's changed okay. his name to David at the end of The Incredible Hulk because he does name himself David Banner. Maybe he's trying to use that identity to get get certain pieces of research and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know. I'm just spitballing here. Okay, yeah, this is yeah, movie bro. one. This is movie Sasha's one. Cooking. Right? Cooking. This is movie one. Okay, <laughs> and like um, you know, he's following the research. You could have like um. A, a callback to Nick Nolte in voiceover, like reading mm -hmm. words and stuff like that. Um, you can, um, you know what I mean? Bring back Talbot, get the same actor. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. multiverse, you know, at this point, it's not really going to matter. And include that movie. Include the bastard stepchild into the MCU, basically, <laughs> and embrace it. And embrace it. And just pretend they both happened as one. Well. Many times he tried to get cured. If you can Thunderbolt bring two Ross. different Spider-Man in, you can bring another Hulk in. Yeah. So so have Thunderbolt Ross after him. And more importantly, bring my boy Rick. Bring him in with his moped as the as as the young guy that's involved and stuff. You know what I mean? Like helping him out and stuff like that. Do I wanna see Rick? Okay. Mm -hmm. And you know what? My my references are the old TV show, the 80s cartoon. Mm -hmm. and Harrison Ford's The Fugitive, okay? Hands mm. down. Him running around, escaping in ambulances. I didn't kill my wife. Jumps over a thing, have a reference. I don't know. Have Harrison Ford chasing him. He's got the gun. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, do, do all kinds of crazy stuff in that movie, but have him fuck off to India. You know what I mean? Then yeah. have like Nick Fury... Nick Fury and the Shield. It's kind of like he's he's a he's an asset in that second movie. Shield are after him because mm -hmm. they don't want to contain him. They want to help him. You know mm -hmm. what I mean for their own means. But he doesn't know who the hell Nick Fury is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you've got like two, and this could be a lower budget movie. It doesn't have to be like a two hundred million dollar movie. Maybe there, maybe you could cameo the leader and stuff and have a big mm -hmm. bad. But I still think with the way. The economy is now you want to go you you want to have a you want to have a um it's not a reboot it is mm -hmm. a in between in between crawl but it's bringing it back to the bare bones of what makes the character mm -hmm. and uh, in for new audiences to get on board and then mm -hmm. there'll be because you can you can quickly have quick flashes to the other movies or versions of that but have ruffalo reenact those pieces in the intro you know what i mean right, in okay, the intro yeah, yeah. also making them canon and also and also you know it's just another hulk adventure yeah you know i mean yeah. bring that they referenced man. it in she hulk didn't they when they did the intro yeah. retro style from the tv yeah. show yeah. yeah so so you could do that you could do be creative <laughs> do that so that way it's a sequel but it's also kind of like hey guys this is this is a starting from the bottom again kind mm -hmm. of thing bringing all the elements and for the mcu if you want to throw in something for phase five or six or ten thousand you can throw it in there so that there's a reason yeah. to watch it and then when you watch them all in order you're mm -hmm. like you're like oh fuck that that was referenced in that movie ages ago or well, the people brand new to the mcu because there will mm -hmm. be people that are brand new to it that never seen these films before they'll be like oh remember that it's all over there and you know what i mean like right mm -hmm. it's a thing like little easter eggs and shit um, but you make it like a him on the run thing, him helping people, bringing it back to basics. You have that humor. Yeah, in. Um, but that's just one film. 
See, the second okay. film I do after <laughs> that in phase two, okay, isn't an incredible Hulk film, okay? Iron Man 4, okay? <laughs> Iron Man 4, set before Avengers 2, all right? All right? I'm being serious as well. Iron Man 4, set before Avengers 2, after Iron Man 3, okay? Mm -hmm. We have the real Mandarin. He's still out there, okay? Because I want my Mandarin, all right? Yes. I have to go through the Iron Man shit, okay? I, I want that. You have a villain of the week. Iron Man has many. They haven't even touched yet. So let's do it. Let's bring in Tony Long as a cameo, like the Emperor from Star Wars, because he's the big bad in the Iron Man mm -hmm. second trilogy. We're bringing it up for the showdown between Iron Man and him. Where does Hulk fit into this? Well, great. One of the greatest episodes of The Incredible Hulk was when he had to go around Iron Man's house and literally go like, yo, I need to get cured. And you're like the smartest guy I know. And Iron Man's like, yeah, I'll help you, Bruce. I'll help you, Bruce. Let's go. And then, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. come and all crazy shit starts going down. The house gets mashed up and whatnot. I want to see that shit in real life. And I want photo cannon in there because I'm an Iron Man fan. So Iron Man 4, Hulk 2. Yeah, that's what I want to see for the next, for the in-between, you know, after after that one. So basically, mm -hmm. what I'm saying is I want to make Angley's Hulk cannon. I want this to be the first one to be a sequel and want an iron man four to continue the story as you will mm -hmm. he doesn't get cured he fucks off and then we go into hulk five, five. four five. how many are we five. doing here wait wait, wait. You want. So, hulk, hulk incredible hulk true yeah, hulk, hulk sequel four, iron man four which is hulk four yeah okay mm -hmm. but no yeah real hulk four real hulk four which will be in phase yeah. <laughs> Free, right? Phase free. He's gone to Sakar, right? Mm -hmm. He's gone to no, no. Sakar is where? Is that the Hulk planet? That's uh, yeah, yeah. That's where he was being a gladiator. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, yeah. I don't know where I am. Planet Hulk. Give it to us. Let's go. Let's mm -hmm. go in. Let's go into Planet Hulk because they every motherfucker's seen Age of Ultron. He's gone up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's do it. Let's do it now. Let's do it now. And stuff you could do in that Hulk movie. You could have fucking um, Natasha, like, help him out and shit and stuff like that and build on that chemistry and have Betty mm -hmm. get jealous. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> wow. Okay. Sasha has thought about this. <laughs> yeah, I have. And then, and then wait for it after, 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 because after the scarfing, then you do your Hulk 5 where it's post-Endgame and shit mm -hmm. and, like, whatever. You know what I mean? But I'm talking like, what's mm. it, a Hulk trilogy and a cameo, not even yeah, a glorified yeah. cameo in Iron Man 4. Fuck it. Actually, you know what? It doesn't have to be a cameo. They're boys. You know what I mean? If you're going to get RDJ back, you may as well throw in his Well, Ragnarok, you had, it was a Thor yeah. movie, but Hulk was in it for half yeah, of it. So so make, yeah. him, make, make him a supporting. Make him a yeah. supporting in there. You know what I mean? He's on the run. He's like, yeah, I'm on the run. Whatever. Tony's like, yeah, come to my crib. <laughs> I've got this Chinese guy. Who needs it's a shame up. about the rights because um, you know that would have been perfect. Yeah. Was that? You know, if they would have done, if they would have said it's a shame about the rights, but that would have been perfect. That would have just fit in yeah. perfectly. Wouldn't if they'd done it you know, at the time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, you know what? You know what they could do? You know what would be great? Um, RDJ is like, yeah, I'm I'm seeing this really good. Uh, what's it? I've got this guy that's helping me with stuff and. I think he'd be really good for, like, you know, suppressing the Hulk for a few days or something. You know, uh, maybe this might work. And he rules. He he rolls in Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice. Nice. I don't know, man. I mean, you could you could do it and then have Patrick Stewart come in and be a part of that. I'm just throwing in cameos where I can. No, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but, but you know what? You know what the ultimate one would be? Okay. Here's the real one you should do in that second film. I know who you get in that in that film, the film after Incredible Hulk with the India stuff. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. who you get. This one, the end boss, the main villain, all right, of that movie. If we're going low budget and no CGI shit, bring in Hugh Jackman. Hulk versus Wolverine. Wolverine okay. versus Hulk. Done. <laughs> yeah. Because Wolverine started in Hulk. Everyone mm-hmm. wants that throwdown. Who's a comic book fan? Yes. That's who the villain should be. Awesome. Awesome. So so rephrase. Maybe maybe okay. Wolverine is being used by Weapon X to track down the Hulk um to capture him. Uh-huh. And then that's when you get uh, them fighting. Maybe, maybe I didn't think that or I'm not feeling that. I don't know where they'd fight. Someone were, someone more important like like that knows their shit. Where's Neil? Where's Neil? This sounds like a this sounds like a tag team, man. We need we need that shit. But yeah, I'd go I'd go nuts, but that's what that's what I'd see. Okay. Okay. Um, sidestep with MCU stuff. I'm telling you, in Captain Marvel, I want Anna Paquin to just show up and take her powers. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I got you. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. That, that needs um, to happen. So just before just before we move on, Sasha, who was your dream cast of Bruce Banner that has never been cast? David Duchovny. Yeah, I thought it David was. David Duchovny is Bruce Banner. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. hands down. He was supposed to be in the Ang Lee one. Couldn't do it because of evolution. Fuck, fuck, man. We could have had David Duchovny. So close. They wanted mm-hmm. him again. But then, what was it? Universal, was it? Marvel wanted him. But Universal wanted um, Norton. Norton because he's a he's a bigger star. Yeah. And then the reason why they got Ruffalo is because he's Robert Downey Jr.'s boy. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, that was it about Duchovny that makes you think Bruce Banner. He looked like him in the nineties, man. In the nineties, they yeah, the mannerisms. Who, yeah, mannerisms yeah. as well as Mulder as well mm-hmm. he's nerdy as hell um he's got that bruce look for if mm-hmm. you see how bruce is drawn in the comics in the 90s comics specifically and it's just like especially in ultimates as well um mm-hmm. but like he he'd be perfect man um yeah. but yeah never never happened never happened okay all right good yeah. show um the hulk what next for me um i would if we're if, if I was in creative control now of Marvel Studios, I would, I, you know, we've seen that the Hulk kind of progress to this smart Hulk that I think now we need to change. So, I would kind of bring this in in Captain America Four. The fact that you've got Betty uh, in there, I would say, he maybe he then takes a look at himself and thinks, okay, as much as I was happy with both, to be with Betty, I kind of need to be Bruce again, and maybe I can get rid of the Hulk all time now so with thunderbolt ross and the army and all that super soldier stuff maybe they do take his next step where he actually does undergo a procedure where um he's going to try and kill off the hulk um but obviously it goes wrong and it reverts him back to original so you have bruce banner get angry and then hulk um and in that you could have then thunderbolt ross as part of that procedure he gets infected and he turns into red hulk 
and you kind of then use that part of it so then that way we have both um, bruce banner and the hulk and then yeah i want to see then like maybe bruce and betty go off and like maybe he does go on the run again because he can't control the hulk and because you don't have the same you know the avengers aren't necessarily the avengers anymore so it's a case of they're afraid of the hulk again now because he doesn't seem to be able to be in control so they want to chase him down and confine him again and you just take that back but obviously now he's got his kid um scar maybe you actually separate the hulk from bruce banner for a period so you actually have him as two separate characters and then hulk can go off and do his world war hulk thing and bruce banner stays down here on earth and then eventually they find that they're both dying because they're apart for so long and they need to remerge to do that forward i thought that might be quite an interesting take something that we haven't seen before so oh, yeah. it, in terms of what I was thinking, then I would actually probably do something like that. I would actually separate Hulk from Bruce Banner, have Hulk go back to Sakaar uh, with Scar, his son, to yeah. re kind of claim that planet because they know him as the gladiator and he beat everybody. Um, he now takes over there and kind of runs it um, because he's a little bit smarter than he was when he was um, Ragnarok Hulk. And you know how you then split him from Banner in, Cap in Captain America 4. So he goes in a procedure to try and kill the Hulk, but instead of killing him, it separates them. Oh, okay. So, Does that happen in the comics? Because I know it happened. No, one this time is just me. I, I have no oh, idea. Okay. So this in the comics, me. in the comics, mm -hmm. they do separate as two separate entities, but they can't okay. live without the other half. And right. Okay. The reason the reason that happens is because of onslaught. Right. Okay. Okay. So I didn't know any of that. Yeah. So, so yeah. So this is just me. Onslaught. Okay. So onslaught. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, this is stuff I do know because this is my era of comic book <laughs> collecting, okay? X-Men, all right? So when Professor X loses it and, you know, his um, physical manifestation of, like, his dark side comes out, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. creates the being that is Onslaught, which is this fucking massive thing that kind of looks like evil Magneto. If you mm -hmm. think Magneto's evil, you ain't seen Onslaught, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, Onslaught's so powerful, he took out Juggernaut like right, literally okay. so um but it took all the avengers all the x-men everybody except for spider-man because he was somewhere else at the time to take down onslaught and basically the person that made the dent into onslaught was hulk because when he smacks hulk he hit when he smacks onslaught he hits him so hard that he you know, he becomes two entities, Bruce and right. Hulk, and they both get knocked down. And then oh, okay. what happens is when the heroes disappear into the pocket dimension, because it opens up a pocket dimension and shit, um, right. Hulk goes in, Hulk goes in, but Banner's out. Banner, right. Banner stays. He's unconscious. Hulk goes in with Fantastic Four, Avengers, and they're all gone. All those mm -hmm. heroes are gone. They disappear because they've gone into another another universe kind of thing like a pocket dimension and like um yeah um it, it, it's mad and then like bruce is like literally on death's door like as the year goes by mm -hmm. in comics he's ill and shit and hulk's just like in that pocket dimension he's just a monster because right. there's no bruce kind of thing yeah so, that's yeah. kind of what i was going for so i think for me it's a kind of for me separating him in captain america 4 he goes off to the guy he takes over and talk a little bit sort of like a, like a gladiator gladiator style movie where he kind of rises Ooh. up and kind of takes over the place oh yeah that's but planet then, hulk yeah yeah so then yeah. but then 
this is me. I'm not, I'm yeah. not talking about oh, the right. comics. Yeah, yeah. This Sorry, is MCU. I'm... Okay, this yeah, is yeah. MCU. Sure. So basically, then what will happen is he will start to get he starts to get too powerful. So for the Illuminati, so what they do is then they banish him uh, from that planet, and the planet ends up getting destroyed. So then, obviously, he's super pissed. He manages to find a way back to Earth. He terrorizes Earth. Maybe that's when you could introduce some X-Men into it when he comes back. Who knows? Because you can have Professor X there as part of the Illuminati. Maybe even have a showdown with Wolverine then if Jackman's up for it. And uh, basically then, in order to defeat Hulk, because he's so rampageous back on Earth, is to mold Banner and the Hulk again to create something more even because they're two, two worlds apart now. And like you say, Bruce is getting really ill because he hasn't got the Hulk. Hulk is going mental and he's going to go nuclear um, and destroy the whole planet and they have to create a kind of even part, bring them back together. So that's kind of what I would do with the Hulk. Um, but yeah. So that's the Hulk. That's cool. What's next? Um, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Uh, which of our ideas did you like? What do you want to see from the Hulk next? Do you want to see a continuation of the MCU? Do you want to go back in time and start doing some movies and series in phase two, one, two, three, four, and, you know, kind of flesh out the Hulk story now that we've got the rights? Well, not we got the rights, but MC Marvel Studios have got the rights. But what do you want to see? Let us know. Um, thank you very much for listening. As always, um, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us on a podcast platform, make sure you hit that follow button to get notifications of our latest episodes. Gentlemen, before we go, is there anything else that you would like to say or promote? Uh, yeah. Um, check out Adstream Arcade if you're into retro gaming. It's your hot place for all things retro, anything from PlayStation 1 to old arcade games, SNES, NES, uh, Amiga, Commodore 64, Spectrum games. They got they got all kinds of cult classics from Bubble Bubble to Mortal Kombat to, to indie games like Flea and uh, lots of other stuff. So check it out. Cool. And uh, I heard something about there, the uh, number one platform, Sasha, is that correct? Yeah, they are the number one retro gaming streaming service on the planet. Forget your Netflix. Forget your forget your Amazon Prime. They they have they have over one thousand five hundred games. Those those guys don't can't even touch them. Hell, those guys can't even stream PlayStation Four games. You know, but yeah, let's go. <laughs> cool, good shout. Uh, yeah, get on to Anstream uh, for your retro gaming. Uh, it's available on uh, mobile. Uh, for um, in the Play Store, you can get it activated through a web browser uh, on your PC, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely fantastic platform. Highly recommend it. Um, so that's it. So thank you very much, guys. Until next time, Hulk Smash and peace out.